I am playing with bumper music and they cannot stop me. And now your host, Max McGuire. Yeah, I thought I thought I had a tab open somewhere on my screen. I was getting nervous. <laughs> I did. I, I saw really the look on your face in the nervous. queue, and you're like, oh, like, like, like what, what? I mean, that that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate Joe Biden mentality, right? Joe Biden goes through life. What, what's on? Like he has, like, like, like no, <laughs> he goes through life like he's looking at a like a a web browser with thirty tabs open. He can't right. figure out where the noise is coming from, right? <laughs> I just had a Joe Biden. I, I, I was like, am I go, am I losing my mind? Yeah. What is happening? But no, as soon as I heard it go down in volume, I knew that I didn't do anything. Well, that's nice. Keep experimenting as long as we hey, man, aren't going to get like eight or nine taken down yesterday. for copyright. No, no, no. We pay as, for as all long as we have the we right pay to for use all it. of these. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. All right. So all right. I, mean, I trust I... you. Wow. I trust you. I'll, well, I'll, I'll do the metaf- metaphorical many, trust fall. How many uh, with, <laughs> with you right now? How many episodes did that take? What to, to, to get to the, the trust level? No, to get to the trust level. Oh, oh no! You've been at the trust level for a while. Oh, have I? We've been at the trust level for at least a couple weeks. Yeah, like right before I went on vacation. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah, right before you went on vacation and ruined <laughs> all that goodwill. <laughs> uh, it's gone now. Continue. It's gone. Continue. Uh, yeah. So we, we have a statement just put out by Donald Trump on Fauci. We'll get to that in a second. But I have to mention that this part of the podcast is brought to you by MyPillow. If you haven't already, go to MyPillow and use promo code CD21. Help support Mike Lindell. Help support MyPillow. Help support our show. And Ms. Bruiser is going to get that overlay in a second. If you go to MyPillow.com and you use promo code CD21, you'll get up to 66% off on your order. It, it changes. Different items have different percentages off. But the big one right now is that the queen size MyPillows are the lowest price they have ever been. Incredible. But you got to use our promo code. CD21 will get you those queen pillows for the lowest price they have ever been offered. So again, go to www.mypillow.com. Help support Mike Lindell. Help support MyPillow. Help support our podcast. And use CD21 to get some awesome, awesome pillows. Okay, let's let's take down the screen. All right, let's let's jump into this. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is the statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. I'm hoping I'm not getting trolled. I think this is this is it has the same format. After seeing the emails, our country is fortunate. I didn't do what Dr. Fauci wanted me to do. For instance, I closed our borders to China very early, despite his not wanting them closed. The Democrats and the fake news media even called me a xenophobe. In the end, we saw this was a life-saving decision. And likewise, with the closing of our borders to Europe, specifically to certain heavily infected countries, I was later given credit, even by quote-unquote Tony, for saving hundreds of thousands of lives. Dr. Fauci also didn't put an emphasis on speed of vaccine production because he thought it would take three, four, maybe even five years to create. I got done in less than nine months with Operation Warp Speed. In retrospect, the vaccine is saving the world. Then I placed the greatest bet in history. We ordered billions of dollars worth of vaccines before we knew it even worked. Had that not been done, our wonderful vaccines would not have been administered until October of this year. No one would have had the shot that has now saved the world and millions of lives. So we can take down that. That's straight from the desk of Donald J. Trump, the office of the 45th president of the United States. Some would say the, the last true president of these United States. How long these United States will be united if we got stuff like this going on behind the scenes? I don't know. But at least for now, these are the United States. Okay, so let, let, let's talk about hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, it is a FDA-approved drug, very cheap to make. It has is no longer under patent. It can be made generically for very, very cheap. I think it's like pennies, pennies a dose. Most of the world uses hydroxychloroquine 
to treat things like lupus, to treat things like malaria, um, prophylactically even in some countries against malaria, because it is a generally a safe drug as long as you get your doses right and, and you don't have any complications. The world has known that hydroxychloroquine is relatively, I mean, it is relatively, compared to other drugs, relatively very safe. Again, when used under doc a doctor's supervision. So I was so shocked when the media started advancing this narrative that hydroxychloroquine would kill you faster than COVID, right? I mean, we're being told to believe, uh, led to believe that the pandemic is the worst pandemic ever when even by the numbers, it's not true. But when they then say that this drug that has been genericized, I mean, that's how long it has been on the market. It hasn't just been on the market. It, it's so effective. It's so safe that other companies are willing to make it in the generic form. That's how long it has been on the market. When we saw the media circle around and say, oh, no, it's actually going to kill you. Oh, it actually could be more deadly than COVID. Everyone's scratching their head, right? I mean, I've taken hydroxychloroquine. When I've traveled abroad for, uh, for malaria prevention, I'm pretty sure I took hydroxychloroquine a couple times. My mom has taken hydroxychloroquine, not for malaria, for, for other things. It's generally a very safe drug. So I was shocked when the media started going out against it. Well, they went out against it because Donald Trump advanced it or advocated it, at least as a, as a, as a potential, right? When, it, when a drug is super cheap, when it is super safe, and when it's been on the market for decades, and there is even any promise that it could actually help, you take that shot, especially when people are dying. Well, Fauci was also having emails about this. Let's go to image number seven. This is an email from Dr. Philip Gaddy, a pharmacologist from Silver Springs, Maryland. He says, Dear Dr. Fauci, is there any indication data to substantiate this claim from China, attached publication, that chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine can decrease COVID-19 infections and lung disease? So this is, this is what you want when you have someone who's the director of infectious disease, whatever, at the NIH, you have a pharmacologist who, who emails him, says, hey, is this, is this true? He attaches the publication. Let's go to image eight. This is Fauci's response. Phil, Phil, there are no data in this brief report, so I have no way of evaluating their claim. There are a lot of these types of claims going around. I would love to see their data. Best regards, Tony. That, that's, a fair, that's a fair answer. He doesn't see any data. He wants to see the data. Well, then <laughs> let's go to image nine. Philip responds, Tony, thanks for the quick response. There are data from 2005 showing inhibition of SARS infection and spread from 2005. Please see attached. Fauci responds, let us discuss. So that was happening on the 24th of February, right around when we were all hearing about this as a potential, a, a potential treatment, a potential, I don't want to say cure because I don't want to get banned on social media, but as, as a treatment, a potential treatment method that again is relatively safe compared to other things that the FDA has allowed pharmaceutical companies to, to sell. Relatively safe. Fauci said there's no data. This random pharmacologist says, oh no, there is data. Here you go. And Fauci responds with, okay, let us discuss it. Well, no, Fauci didn't want to discuss any of it because for the entirety of last year, every time Donald Trump mentioned hydroxychloroquine, Fauci was out saying, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. And now the conspiratorial side of me says, oh, well, there's a, obviously there's a money reason behind it. Anytime you see the entire pharmaceutical industry and the government take one tack, it tends to be some money involved. And th th this part is true. I don't know if this is actually what was behind it, but this part is true. 
in order to get an, an emergency authorization from the FDA for a, any drug or any uh, vaccine, there has to be no other treatment available, no other widely available treatment available. Because if there's another treatment available, then they're not going to risk putting dangerous stuff on the market. Well, yeah, not going to risk putting dangerous stuff on the market. That's how it's supposed to work as long as there is a safe, cheap, affordable, proven alternative. So it is in the interest of everyone who wants to put out new COVID-19 uh, treatments, vaccines, anything, right? In order for them to get approved, hydroxychloroquine cannot also help. Because as long as hydroxychloroquine helps, they will not rush the approval process. So when you see Fauci go so hard against hydroxychloroquine, all the times he said it, right? And you see the media go hard against it. You see the NIH go hard against it, FDA. And you, you start realizing, well, the, the only reason, if, if it's a relatively safe drug and, and people all over the world take it, and they don't, they're not just dropping dead in the street from pulmonary or problems or from heart attacks, if it's relatively safe, why wouldn't you use it? Why wouldn't you at least try? Because for almost everyone, as long as it's, it's under doctor's care and the prescription's right and the dosage is right and, and they monitor it, for almost everyone, it's safe to take. So why would you literally, even if it's not proven, why would you risk more people dying just be, just to, so you could say it doesn't work? I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. The only real explanation I can have the only answer I can even come up with is that there's people who wanted a cure, but they wanted a different cure, which if, if you're if you're just going after and you want to keep people alive, you use whatever you got. Right. I mean, when it, remember PPE, the PPE, PPE, PPE. Well, Trump had all the PPE. They wouldn't take it. Different states wouldn't take it. Different states wouldn't take it. In hospitals, they were using trash bags in New York as PPE. Well, that's not approved. Right. That's not approved. A, a trash bag is not the same as a medical gown. It just isn't. It's not going to provide the same protection. It's good in a pinch, but it's not going to provide the same protection. The way that they didn't get sued into oblivion was they said, we don't have any other PPE available. We're doing the best we can with what we have available. And yeah, it, it, it's not what you're supposed to be doing, nurses, doctors, but given what's going on, yeah, go ahead. You can do it. That's how that those hospitals didn't get sued into oblivion, oblivion basically MacGyvering all of the PPE in those early days. It would be a very different story if they had a storeroom full of PPE and people were still using the MacGyvered DIY solutions anyway. That's very different. You understand? If they have the tools, they can't DIY something. They can only DIY something if they don't have the other tools available. So take that same analogy to hydroxychloroquine. If you have a warehouse full of hydroxychloroquine and there is at least some research supporting the notion that it could help the only reason you wouldn't use it is is to make sure that you have the option to have other things fast-tracked now i don't know i don't know if anthony fauci has personal um has a personal financial stake in, in some of these things lots of people say he does i haven't seen the hard research on that but it wouldn't surprise me i don't know if it's it's, it's personal I don't think I don't know if it's personal wealth or just like institutional wealth. I don't know what it is, but it's very obvious that the people pulling the levers of power wanted to pick winners and losers. Surprise, they do this all the time. They do this with businesses, they do this with individuals. They they pick the winners and losers. And they're fine with someone losing as long as their guy wins. Well, when you look at all these other drugs that have since come out 
all these other vaccines that have since come out. And, and you recognize that, yeah, if, if they can, I don't want anyone to take away from this, that the stuff that came out doesn't necessarily work. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm just saying that that stuff wouldn't be out right now if hydroxychloroquine was approved for use. That's the point I'm making. I'm not, I'm not saying that they rush things through that don't necessarily work because there's lots of COVID treatments that they rush through. Trump received a number of them, saved his life. It, 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 it would be a false equivalency to say that because that they they got rid of hydroxychloroquine, they also pushed a drug that didn't work. Not, not entirely true. But what is very obvious is they didn't want hydroxychloroquine on the market. At, at least at some level, they were content with people dying if it meant they would get their preferred solutions pushed through faster. Incredible. I mean, this is why Fauci really should be behind bars. He really should. He really, really should. So we're going to get to more of these emails because we have a, a few, but we also have a clip. Fauci wanted to respond to the emails. And he went on television. Go ahead, put in the comment section, what network do you think he ran to? Didn't run to Fox. He didn't run to Tucker Carlson. What network do you think Fauci ran to to hold his first interview after the release of his email. Well, if it isn't Fox, because I just told you it isn't Fox, it's either CNN or MSNBC. Well, the answer is he went to MSNBC and they lobbed him softballs. They lobbed him softball questions. Let's go ahead and play this, this part of their interview, cut number six. And just on this point of, of your public profile, I, I read through your emails that were released, and I, I just want to read one of them. Um, there were a lot of inquiries about your public profile. I mean, this very conversation was much harder to have under the ex-president. And this was your response to one um, about whether or not you'd have a press conference. You wrote, yikes, that would make four days in a row without a press conference for me, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and tomorrow. I wonder if you feel like you're still making up some of that lost ground from many months under the last administration of not just no information, but disinformation being out there. Do you still see some hardness among his supporters around the vaccine or around some of these messages you're sharing with us today? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that there are people out there who, for one reason or other, resent me for what I did in the last administration, which was not anything that was anti-Trump at all. It was just trying to get the right information, to try and get the right data. And what they didn't seem to understand, I guess that's understandable <laughs> that they didn't understand it, is that science is a dynamic process. So something that you know in January, you make a recommendation or a comment about it. But as you get more and more information, the information leads you to change because that's what science is. It's a self-correcting process. So when you hear someone say something at one point and then two or three months later, if you stick with what you said at the original time when you had one-fifth the amount of data that you have now, I think that would be inappropriate. It's appropriate, although sometimes it's difficult for people to understand how as you learn more and more, you've got to continue to evolve with the data. And that's what I was trying to do is to always tell the truth right, cut it. on cut the it. basis.
He's such a liar. Yeah, sure, science can change, but this is the difference. When he says science is self-correcting, that's only true if you allow the dissenters to publish their research, if you allow the dissenters to explain their dissent. Right? He says the science is self-correcting, but it can't be self-correcting if anyone who disputes the findings gets canceled. Remember the doctors who gave that press conference in front of the Supreme Court? They were literally canceled. They were fired from their, some of them were fired from their jobs. Their website was taken down off the internet. They were banned from social media, all because they had a differing view on hydroxychloroquine. Not from a research standpoint, but from a clinical standpoint, right? They were actually prescribing it. When was the last time Dr. Fauci actually saw a patient? These were doctors prescribing the drug to people and saying, listen, we're prescribing it. We're seeing very different results. So yeah, sure, it's anecdotal. We don't have the data in these double-blind peer-reviewed studies. Fine, but we're seeing anecdotally different results than what you're claiming. And they were canceled. They were ridiculed. They were, they were literally removed from their positions. So when Fauci says that science is self-correcting, again, Josh, I hope you're keeping track of all of these time stamps. He's full of shit. He is. You can't be self-correcting if Fauci is forwarding things and his office is forwarding things to social media giants who then turn around and ban the publication, the website that published it. Tucker, we watched it in the beginning, the Tucker Carlson comment on Zero Hedge. That bounced around Anthony Fauci's office, and then within a couple hours, Zero Hedge was taken off of social media. There's a definite connection here, whether they asked directly or, or people in the media just asked because they wanted to help. Right? There's a definite connection. So it can't be self-correcting if dissent is, is prohibited. That's just an echo chamber. And yet, an echo chamber, I, there's no more dangerous a place to have an echo chamber than, than scientific, science. It, what could be more dangerous? When, you, when you're talking about medications to save people's lives, you want dissent. You should encourage dissent. In, in, in Israel, they have a, a process. I believe it's called the 11th man or it's the 13th man. Basically, if they have 10 people in a room, uh, they, they basically they put 11 people in a room and they have one person who no matter what, has to go against the majority. So basically they say, okay, well, they use it a lot for intelligence. So if, if they're looking at aerial photographs, trying to decide whether something is or is not I don't know, a, weapons, a weapons depot, everyone in the room says that it is. It's the job of that 11th person to go in there and, and, and argue that it isn't. The reason being, echo chambers are dangerous as hell. You don't want everyone to agree with you. You need dissent. Dissent, yeah, it, it, it can be annoying, but it can also be very sobering. And you want to have someone in all of these rooms who's going to go against the consensus. Listen, in Israel, the guy's literally supposed to go against it, even if he disagrees with it. He's supposed to go against it just to make sure, just to make sure he does all the research and he argues it. It's almost like a mock debate. But they can't afford an echo chamber. They can't afford to miss something because they're all blinded by agreement. With Fauci, he wants the opposite. He wants the echo chamber. Anyone who disagrees, he, he criticizes them. And, and realize, I don't, but we're getting off, we got off the hydroxychloroquine, but realize Donald Trump, Donald Trump didn't just bring hydroxychloroquine out of thin air. Donald Trump was briefed on hydroxychloroquine, likely briefed by Fauci himself. I mean, 
Trump was briefed by the what was it, the, uh, the 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 panel, the committee to handle the coronavirus. Every day he'd receive a briefing, and they tell him about things. He'd get up there and he'd tell the American people about it. And yeah, sure, Trump's not a scientist, right? He's not a scientist. So when he gets up there and he says, "Well, what if we could figure really promising research? We know that UV light kills the virus. Wouldn't it be great if we could put the light inside the body?" And then you see the media saying, "Oh, he wants to inject sunlight." And then you see Fauci get out there and laugh at it and say, we're not going to inject sunlight. But the truth probably is that Fauci briefed Donald Trump on the emerging technologies of putting UV LEDs into someone's uh, lungs to kill the virus in the lungs, right? So Trump receives a briefing from Fauci and his aides. He goes out in front of the American people and says, it's promising. We don't know, maybe. And then Fauci turns around and slams him for it. I mean, this is what Trump was working with. This is how ridiculous the whole process was. They, they just wanted to get Trump. This has all just been about getting Trump. Uh, Trump isn't always right. And he, wasn't, he certainly wasn't always right. But there's a lot of times Trump was spot on. And the entire establishment media went against him. And now we're seeing even the NIH, the, the like, uh, medical establishment, went against Trump just because they wanted Trump to be wrong. I mean, who in their right mind receives the same briefing as Trump saying, hey, in 2005, they did research in China and hydroxychloroquine was seen to help SARS patients. COVID-19, it's not the same as SARS, but it's similar. Why don't we try it? Trump received the same briefings, the same email that Fauci got from one of his esteemed colleagues, and he forwarded on. He said, let's discuss. Trump received the same briefing. The only difference is, after Fauci received it, there wasn't someone out there on public television trying to denigrate him for it. I, I can't get... Seeing all of this right in front of us, we see that that Trump was actually being briefed. You know he was being briefed on hydroxychloroquine around the same time that Fauci was being briefed on it about the 2005 study. We know that Fauci was being briefed on it. So why is it okay for Anthony Fauci to, to be scientifically inquisitive? Why is it okay for him to forward the research on saying, let's discuss more later? Right? Why, why is it okay for him to say this looks promising? But if Donald Trump says it looks promising, Fauci goes out on television and condemns him for it. Why is that? Why is that okay? Listen, there is a non-zero number of Americans who died because the media, Fauci and his ilk, were out to get Trump. There is a non-zero number. What that means is at least one. There's a non-zero number of Americans who would be alive today had Fauci and the media and big tech put politics aside and actually followed the science, actually allowed dissent, actually allowed the scientific method to be brought to its conclusion. The reason they didn't want the scientific method to work as designed is because they already had their bets on a winner. They already had their bets on different medical treatments that they're going to be what we use to treat COVID-19. Well, in that case, when you're heavily invested in one cure, one treatment, you do not want anyone coming in and saying there's a cheaper alternative. You don't. You don't. I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? It's pretty, pretty obvious. And through history, we've seen a lot of science get debunked because they cooked the books. They made up the data. It was false. They wanted it to be true because it would have financially helped them. So they cooked the books. They made up the data and published it. What happened? Eventually, someone gets around to reproducing the experiment and proves that it was just, it was, it was horse feathers. To borrow the synonym of the day for trash, it was horse feathers. Well, in this case, they didn't allow that because they didn't want it. Just think about how much hubris, 
how much arrogance is necessary to allow and accept people dying because you want your horse to win the race. Pretty stunning stuff. CNN, hot news off of CNN. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. The headline on CNN right now, Donald Trump is getting worse. <laughs> we, we have Anthony Fauci's emails. Literal crimes. Perjury, the proof, dead to rights. And what's CNN talking about? Trump is getting worse. Pretty incredible stuff. Uh, I'm saying incredible because if I actually described it the way I want to describe it, we would get taken down. This is a family-friendly show, kids' show. We can't, I can't always speak my mind. Can't always use the, uh, can't always, can't always uh, to speak the truth. So not every news media outlet was as friendly with Fauci. Fauci also went on MSNBC on Morning Joe, and it was he actually got pressed a little bit. Now, it's not the way you would want it. They could have gone harder. Willie Geist could have gone harder, but he did press Fauci a little bit. So let's let's watch this. This is cut number seven. Question you probably hear a lot. I hear a lot is from people out on the street and people who are on our show. Why is this so hard? Why is it so hard to find the source of this outbreak that's killed more than 3 million people around the world? 600,000 people here in the United States has upended our lives and our economy. Is it because China is so opaque? Is it because WHO is not sharing information? Why is this so difficult? You know, there are several reasons, Willie, why it's difficult. I think one of the things is that we need better access to all the information I mean, it's obviously in China's interest to find out exactly what it is. And the is of the of the natural theory would be to find that link. So you have to keep looking for it. I mean, obviously, you want openness and cooperation. One of the ways you can get it is don't be accusatory. Try to get both a forensic, a scientific and an investigational approach. I think the accusatory part about it is only going to get them to pull back even more. We've got to do it in a combination of diplomacy, scientific, forensic investigation, and do it in a way that the people of good faith, not who want to do blame, but people in good faith are really trying to find out what the origin is. And we're seeing a lot of, you know, um, I don't even want to describe it, a lot of pointing of fingers and things like that. Keep an open mind and go after the truth. You say it's in China's interest, though. Would you agree, though, Dr. Fauci, it is in their interest to hide it if there was a lab leak or worse, if they were designing something in their lab so that the world, that America didn't know that it came out of their own lab? Wouldn't they want to conceal that? You know, Willie, I don't want to be speculating on that because every time I say something like that, it, you know it as well as I. It will get completely taken out of context and go into the Twitter world like crazy. So, I mean, I'm going to leave that to other people and not surmise and guess whose interest it is. It's not helpful because everything yeah. you say then gets completely taken out of context. Well, and, and, and it's, it's really, wow. it, it would be like me talking about... Uh... So that that's what apparently that's what apparently counts as pressing. That's the best a liberal can do to press Fauci. I don't know. It, it still seemed kind of kind of talking about talking to him with kid gloves. Was that so journalism? We, 
that's what um, uh, they, they claim is journalism. I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't think it would pass for journalism. I don't, I don't think it, it should be journalism, but uh, well, but okay. it is. Okay, um, all right. <laughs> they, they claim it is. I mean, they, they certainly get offended when uh, journalists are attacked. They consider themselves among the journalist class. I don't know if I buy it, though. So earlier in the, the show, we played a sped-up clip from yesterday's press conference where Jen Psaki was not asked a single question about Anthony Fauci's email. She got asked a question today, and she pivoted. She sidestepped. She refused to talk about it. She said she didn't want to relitigate emails that were 17 months old. Well, so I haven't listened to this whole thing, but apparently it's pretty bad. Let's play the video I just sent over to you, Mr. Producer. The pre-ARP COVID funding. And then um, going to the emails of Dr. Fauci, um, there was an exchange between um, Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci referencing um, a Fox News report. Uh, oh, she has a page for it. At basically, the lab leak as a, um, a conspiracy. Collins denied, you know, jumping to conclusions, and um, he asserted that his mention of conspiracies was referring to the thought, the rumor that uh, the virus was engineered, bioengineered as a weapon. Um, is that the position of the administration and their top health experts that this was not engineered? Uh, or is that still an open question and part of this review? Well, I think we've spoken to this pretty extensively from here. Let me just say on Dr. Fauci and his emails, he's also spoken to this many, many times over the last, over the course of the last few days, and we'll let him speak for himself. Um, and he's been an undeniable asset in our country's pandemic response. But it's obviously not that advantageous for me to relitigate the substance of emails from 17 months ago. Uh, we've launched, uh, based on the president's direction, uh, an entire uh, internal review process uh, to uh, use all of the resources across government to get to the bottom of the origins. Uh, and that's a 100-day process, and we'll look forward to providing more when that, or 90 days, sorry, when it's concluded. Yeah, not, not going to relitigate this. The guy is still heading up the infectious disease arm of the NIH. He's still heading up America's response to the pandemic. I don't, she doesn't care that we have him dead to rights on perjury, that we have him dead to rights um, collaborating with, with the Wuhan lab. Doesn't care about any of that. Not going to relitigate it. So we have another statement out from Donald Trump. He is busy today. Let's go to my screen. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. Now everyone, even the so-called enemy, are beginning to say that President Trump was right about the China virus coming from the Wuhan lab. The correspondence between Dr. Fauci and China speaks too loudly for anyone to ignore. China should pay tens of $10 trillion to America and the world for the death and destruction they have caused. So that's another statement out from, <laughs> from Donald Trump's desk. I imagine that as we read more of these, Well, goodness, ladies and gentlemen, looks like we actually lost Max for a moment there. Bear with me while I go to a screen. So he was really on point with where all these emails are really digging the hole for Fauci. What I, what I find really strange about this whole thing is that this is like level stuff that people who are supervillains in like comic books go. You know, they're like these these individuals that you just don't really realize or are pulling strings behind the scenes. I mean, allegedly pulling strings behind the scenes. 
Oh, and just turns out that Max had a power outage, so I'm taking over right now until he comes back. You know, it's <laughs> he lives in Texas, and there are problems with power outages, and everything just happened momentarily. So Max is fine, everyone. He is just a little caught up with trying to figure out how to turn on his power. But as I was saying, this whole revelation about Fauci's real connection to this Wuhan lab, and, and people were told that this thing wasn't true and you couldn't talk about it. You couldn't say a word. You couldn't put it on social media. They were controlling a narrative, right? And if it was as dangerous, if he was telling the truth, they wouldn't need a narrative for it, right? If they had told the truth the whole time. They wouldn't have needed somebody to sit there to start supplying stories and maybe even, maybe allegedly using, hypothetically using the news media to sit there and push your propaganda. I mean, that'd be a new level for Americans that we've never really, maybe we've seen before, but we didn't really realize what's going on. And I think that's what, where things are getting crazy now. It's because we're starting to recognize what's happening. You know, the truth's coming out. And we're starting to actually see that I mean, there's a huge team out there put together of giant social media groups or the press, TV, radio, all working in concert with the narrative supplied by the government. I mean, that, if that doesn't sound like fascism, I don't know what is. Because by definition, when all those line up, and maybe I'm wrong in my definition, I just started talking about this when I realized Max was trying to reconnect everything and give you a small dose of me. So he's, Max still isn't panicking yet. But he's certainly thinking about, oh, he sent me a text. Ooh, do the ad read. Well, 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 poop. Send me the ad read via Facebook. <laughs> if you're hearing this, Max. I didn't have that in front of me and I wasn't ready. So there you have it. So I'm just going to continue to stretch until you come back. But if you have never had AirMed, I highly recommend them. I actually got the, uh, the service too because after Joe did it and after Max did it. And if anybody's actually been in the outdoors... And I've had friends who have had gruesome injuries while in the middle of nature and actually been lifted out by helicopter and the bill was, was a value that one could buy a house with. That's when I realized that I needed insurance and that's where AirMed comes in. So if you click on one of the links we provide in our description, you can head over there. Rates are absolutely 100% fantastic. Oh, and Max's PC won't boot right now. So... He is having some major computer problems. And he was just getting to the good stuff about today's show. And he was really just hammering away on Fauci. Unfortunately, we're not going to have that. So I'm going to start sending him a couple of messages here. See how he wants me to feel this thing out. But again, I'm just going to go back to that message of um, we're finally starting to see it all. And I think it's new. It's something that's we haven't really seen. And it just, it makes me, it makes me nervous for the country because it feels like there's, there's, there's a really a, an effort to suppress information when it doesn't fit a narrative from the government. And that's a, that's a dangerous place to be because if your government's not telling you the truth about this, what else are they not telling you the truth about? Or if social media doesn't allow you to talk about the truth about this, what will they let you talk about? They're in control. And every day you have to sit there and worry about what you're going to post Worry about what you're going to read. Worry about what you've got going on in the world around you. I mean, it's just all their information, technology on the phones. They're watching, they're listening. 
Maybe they're not watching or listening. And here I go conspiratorial. And this is why they don't give me the microphone. Because they know it's dangerous. And that's... That's it's just a weird place to be. I don't know if you guys feel the same as I do. I'm going to start looking at the comment section right now to see where everybody's at. Because I'm going to need some of you to help me stretch. Oh, he's trying, ladies and gentlemen. Max is a champ. I got to admit, Max has been one of the most resourceful piece of people. Oh, fantastic. So I think what happened is that they heard what we were talking about, whoever they may be in quotations, and the conspira conspiratorial thing. So I know Max just said, talk about gay pride. I'm going to stick with my... <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought. But uh, Max's PC went to update. He'll, he's trying to get back, so bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. But where was I? I, I was realm of the conspiratorial because they don't let me they don't let me in front of this thing. They, they know that I'll, I'll start taking it into a place where I feel a little like everything is kind of watching you for your commercials or the things you look at on your phone. You know, if they can find that kind of information, what else can they find about you? Not have to worry about getting some sort of search warrant to go after it. You know, are there places that just kind of gobble up that information to see what's going on all over the place? I don't know. It's just a thought. I don't think it's real. Uh-oh. Pennsylvania Republicans call for Arizona-style election. Oh, he just sent me a story. This is directly from Max from Breitbart right now. Pennsylvania Republicans call for an Arizona-style election audit in the Keystone State. Oh, I see Max showing up in my screen, and I think goodness no longer have to vamp as hard. Max, thank you for coming back. This this airplane is crashing, so appreciate it. I don't think it was crashing. I don't. I, I think that would be. I think that you are. I think you're Sully Sullenberger taking the plane down into the Hudson. Might be a crash, technically. You shouldn't be landing a plane on like the water. It's like a controlled crash. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like a controlled demolition. <laughs> well, thank technically, you. I mean, it's falling apart slow. Very technically very destructive, but <laughs> kind of what we intended anyway. Yeah, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. I, I really didn't sit there and prepare all that well for today. I, obviously, you can tell. So yeah, I, I've also, so I need to step my game up. Clearly, there was there was a huge thunderclap, a lost yeah, power, really, and then my desktop freaked out because desktops don't like if you just turn off the power yes. on them without warning. Um, oh, I remember I was going to say so, to the crowd, you got the Bill Gates shut off and update in the middle of you talking about this kind of stuff because he I had did. no connection to Fauci whatsoever, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess I mean it's very very creepy that this happened. Um, just as I was talking about putting all the pieces together, well, I told the very, very you creepy. were just about to lay down the last pieces. And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting right to the the meat of it, and then the point, and then <laughs> mm, they take you off the air. So I'm yeah, they take you off the air. Yeah, so yeah. I can't, I can't it's, blame Microsoft at least, unless they're controlling weather. But again, I took it to a conspiratorial thing. And this is why you guys don't give yeah. me the mic. This is why you don't give me the mic. I'm gone. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone in the comment section say thank you, Josh for um for stretching for stretching as long as he could um so we should in a second give me one second um there's there's other things from the emails that are, are really worthy of talking about go to my screen mr producer this is from the gateway pundit gateway pundit mentions the fact that are you able to go to my screen? Is it working? Okay, there we go. It's working. Didn't know. I had to reload a different version of Windows. No, like even, even my computer was, I hit the button and it just 
just hanging and i'm like yeah oh, come on i had to, I had to use on. an archive version of windows so i didn't know if i had it so this is from gateway pundit emails show that dr fauci knew in march 2020 that 99 percent of covid fatalities had other illnesses ignored this during hundreds of interviews fauci emails so this is an important part of the piece of the puzzle because we've been reporting for this from the beginning yeah covid 19 kills people any disease will kill people right but what's been very obvious from the beginning is the people who were dying from covid 19 had other comorbidities comorbidity the word itself, other things killing them, a comorbidity. So you, there are people who were in nursing homes. And listen, my wife's grandpa, he got COVID in a nursing home. He beat it, passed away a couple months later um, from other things. But he got COVID-19 in a nursing home. There's a lot of people who got COVID-19 in a nursing home, which is tragic, especially he was in New York, never should have happened. That, that's, that's on Cuomo, absolutely. But there's a lot of people who receive terminal diagnoses. And I don't know if I don't know if the history books will ever talk about this. I don't think anyone's going to want to really dive into it because you don't want to you don't want to treat someone with a terminal diagnosis as if they're they're already dead, right? Because all life is precious and and every day matters. So I'm, I don't want to I don't want to belittle that. But when you have someone who has a terminal diagnosis and then they get sick and they pass away, it's unbelievably tragic. But I don't know if, if I'm comfortable with saying that the virus killed that person because that person would still be alive if they didn't have the other comorbidities. You, you follow me? So I don't know if I'm, I'm comfortable with that. But Fauci knew very early on that there were comorbidities and that 99% of the people who died in Italy had other comorbidities, other things that were likely already killing them. Didn't share it. Didn't want to share it. it. Makes you wonder why. Why didn't Fauci want to share it? Was it was it someone who's who's always liked, always liked the attention? Finally, seeing that this is his moment in the sun, didn't want to let it pass up. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that because that's really a terrible way to to think about someone as letting people die because they like the interviews, they like the magazine covers. So it's not a very nice way to think of someone but something that seems more and more likely. So as we wrap this up and, and, and we'll go, we'll go a little bit more because we have more to talk about. Um, Josh, did you do the ad read while I was gone? I did something that was close to it and it was fantastic because okay, so I was frantically <laughs> looking for the copy in my screen and I just went with it. I started reading Airband because I told everybody, okay. you know, I gave an example of what, how it would have helped <laughs> one of my friends because it cost him as much as a house. And then go to yeah. Airmed or what's the website? Hit me with that. Air, oh, you didn't. All right, so I got to reread it. You got to reread it, man. You, you got to do us right. Yeah. You got to okay, do right. right. I got to do this right. We love them. Otherwise, otherwise, we're going to get in trouble. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Airmed Care Network. And I'm not reading a script. I've said this long enough that I just know it. Airmedcarenetwork.com. Make sure you head over there, right? Make sure you head over there. And you're going to want to use promo code daily. And what that's going to do is it's going to let you purchase. Airmed Care Network coverage for $85 for a single year. Less per year if you buy it in three or five year increments and less if you're a senior citizen. But if you just want one year, it's 85 bucks. If you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. Airmed Care Network will make sure that if you have an emergency where you need to be airlifted to a hospital, if you are an Airmed Care Network member and you are flown by an AMCN provider, you will not pay one penny towards that cost. And it's expensive, even just one town over. These flights can be tens of thousands of dollars. It's not cheap. 
obviously life is the most important is the most important variable in all of this. So if you need to get to a hospital, you're going to go no matter how much it costs. But afterwards, you're going to be dealing with the bills. Don't deal with the stress. Put that all aside and just become an AirMedCare Network today. Remember, uh, AirMedCare Network member today. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and you get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. Okay. Had to make uh, sure I said that. Thank you, Max, for clearing that up. I was, I'm glad somebody who's professional did it. So I'm, I'm kind of reading through the uh, comment section here and apparently everybody wants me to start my own show. This will be my last day. I will be starting um, <laughs> the Conservative Daily Conspiracies starting tomorrow. Yeah. It'll go three hours a day. And uh -huh. I will go deep into dives into the conspiracies. I'll start breaking down what you guys are saying and how conspiracies grow from that. So that that's what the people are asking for. Thank you so much. All right. Goodbye. All. It looks like your it looks like your 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 ticket is here. Look, at your train I'm, has reached the station. Well, I'm just gonna ride on what they call coattails to do that. So thank you for the hard word you put in. <laughs> you and Joe put in, and I'll just <laughs> take it from there. Well, I, I, that that works for me. Um, thank you, Josh. Uh, in, in all seriousness, thank you for, for covering for me. Uh, I really do appreciate it. So as we're winding down the show, we have more to get to. I have to use my phone to look at it because I had to load a previous version of Windows because my whole computer's crapping out of me. Uh, and it doesn't have any of my passwords saved. That's how old of a version of Windows I had to go to because that lightning strike just freaked it out. So I want to play, I want to show you this. This is image 10. Let's go to image 10. This is an email that Anthony Fauci got from someone and i'm going to read this off the screen this came from a donald g mcneil jr he's a new york times reporter think about that this guy works for the new york times let's keep this up on the screen and i'm going to read it up until the really bad part <laughs> and you'll know when the really bad part hits i was just watching the hsh hhs briefing online and think about an article i read this morning and bruce aylward's description of what he saw in china and a lot of the videos i've watched on the south china morning post that's propaganda website. They're doing great coverage. No, the propaganda in China. We are, we in the media tend to report the horrors and the lockdown and the government's early lies. But the truth is that a lot of average Chinese behaved incredibly heroically in the fur in, in the face of the virus. 25,000 doctors and nurses went into Wuhan to help knowing they might die. Average people gave up their stockpiles of masks so they could be shipped to Wuhan neighborhood communities brought food to thousands of little old ladies and checked on them every day, even as they asked them to stay behind their doors for fear of infection. This is the bad part. Meanwhile, in America, people tend to act like selfish pigs interested only in saving themselves. How can I hoard a mask? Where's my vaccine? This morning, I read the, this appalling article from Alabama. Here you have Americans coming back from a horrifying experience overseas. And the president, who is popular in Alabama, asked Alabamans to take some of those fellow Americans in. There is zero risk because they're going to be housed on a naval base. And yet the answer is no, keep them out. And their legislators encourage it. I don't know. That's the kind of behavior I expect from my fellow New Yorkers, not from Alabama. If the virus arrives and we both know it will, America is going to have to do better than that. Like the Chinese Americans are going to have to look out for each other the way we haven't since 9-11 or maybe since World War II. But that's not the tone of the HHS briefing. They are an aggressive, defensive, almost smart alecky. We got this tone. The only time the tone was right was when you, and then it keeps going. That is <laughs> Americans acting like selfish pigs. The hot take from the New York Times reporter. I wanted to read that for everyone listening to the audio version of the podcast, which if you haven't already subscribed to the audio version of the podcast, make sure you do it. All the links are in the description. Put that back up though. I want to make sure we all see what Anthony Fauci's response to this screed from Donald McNeil Jr., New York Times reporter, 
that screed calling Americans selfish pigs. Fauci's response is, you make some very good points, Donald. You make some very good points. Which points? Which points are very good, Fauci? That Americans act like selfish pigs? Hmm. Oh, oh, it makes you wonder, right? Makes you wonder why someone in government would ever let that email get added to the, the, the public record. Like, surely he has to know better than that. He has to know he can't be just sharing those kind of emails. Like a New York Times reporter says Americans are selfish pigs. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you just wrote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stupid. Stupid. So we got to get to this one. Put up image 11. Fauci on masks. So Sylvia Burwell, she is a, she's a, she's a lefty. Sylvia Burwell asked him about masks. And this is Fauci's response on the 5th of February, 2020. Sylvia, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected, rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit to keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you're going to be a very low risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. Safe travels. Best regards, Tony. Hmm. So obviously, this was early on. This was a February February fifth, twenty twenty. So this was back when he was saying no masks. But this is a private email that he's sending to someone, where he admits he admits that there is no really very minimal benefit. To a healthy person wearing a mask. Well, that is very different than what Fauci has said under oath. Fauci has testified under oath that even if you are not sick, even if you are fully vaccinated, you should still wear a mask. He said it was not political theater. It was the science. Well, the emails show you that the science was very clear. You don't need to wear a mask if you're not sick and that there's minimal benefits. Well, apparently what this whole country just went through for the last year was all in the name of minimal benefits. That never would have survived constitutional scrutiny. We were told by the government, every time these things were cha challenged, we were told by the government that these are exceptional times and we have to do what we, what we can to save lives. That is very different from Fauci's admission that there's minimal benefit to healthy people wearing a mask, which is something we've said on the show for a long time. If you are not sick, you are not sick. And no amount of mask will change the fact that you're not sick. If you're not sick, you're not sick. Well, Fauci admitted that. He admitted it in private emails to Sylvia Burwell. Let's go to uh, image 12. This is another email about masks. This is where he's responding to someone named Kai. He says, Kai, error in my statement to you. I meant, I meant to say that most transmissions occur from someone who is symptomatic, not asymptomatic. I'm really tired. Not much sleep these days. So this was an email where he basically admitted that asymptomatic carriers do not spread the virus that much. Again, very different from what Fauci was telling all of us, which was that even if you aren't sick, you might be an asymptomatic carrier. And therefore, you have to mask up anyway. Interesting, interesting stuff. Let's go to image 13. It's another email entitled, Additional Data on Masks. 
key sentences at the bottom. Dr. Fauci, in addition, I found the attached review on masks that addresses use in the community settings. Attached are the paper and figure three, which summarizes the data from nine very diverse RCTs overlapping with what I sent earlier. The bottom line, generally, there were not differences in ILI, URI, or flu rates when masks were used. Basically, studies saying that even when people wore masks, didn't change the rate of flu infection. And that was March 31st. So that's much later than February 5th. Fauci is still receiving data showing that masks aren't working, that masks aren't keeping people safe the way you're out there telling people that they are. Fauci knew the truth. He just lied. He can't say that he lied for our best interest because those emails show that there is no best interest. Minimal, minimal protection. If you're healthy, the mask won't protect you. Maybe marginally it'll stop a droplet from hitting you, but it will not protect you the way like an actual N95 word, just something. I mean, remember in the beginning, they were telling us to cut up t-shirts. Remember the NIH, Fauci was telling people, you can't get a mask, just cut up your t-shirt. Turn your t-shirt into a mask. When in these, in these emails, he's admitting and he's receiving data that even mass produced masks like the surgical masks will not stop you from getting sick. And he's out there telling you, oh yeah, if you put a t-shirt on your face, you're protected. This guy's a liar. He's a complete liar. It's, I, I said in the, I said in the, uh, I, I said in the comment section on DLive that uh, what I actually want to say when I say it, it's incredible. Can't say it, family show, kids show. Can't speak my mind, but everyone on DLive knows what I mean when I'm saying incredible, incredible, incredible. Last bit I want to get to, put up image 14. It's an email from Fauci complaining, complaining that Florida isn't shutting down enough. This is to Doug Brust. Thanks for the note. I've pushed hard on PPEs. And as you know, the POTUS has involved the Department of Defense to provide 5 million N95 respirators. Hopefully that will alleviate at least a portion of the PPE shortage. Regarding the bars and beaches, I have been screaming on TV two to five times per night to tell the younger generation to start taking this seriously. I am very surprised that Governor Santis, DeSantis has not completely closed the bars, even if they serve food takeout only. I will bring this up at the task force meeting tomorrow. Please take care of yourself. You are an indispensable frontline warrior. Best regards, Tony. So... I understand. I understand that science changes. So the science doesn't really change. The science is always the same. It's, it's our examination, our interpretation of the science. That's what changes. Like science is science. Like, like gravity existed before Newton worked it out, right? It still existed. We just didn't, didn't know how to quantify it. We didn't know how to write equations with it, to explain it in, in its totality, right? Before man knew that the earth revolved around the sun, the heavens, the stars still function in the same way, right? So the, when he says science changes, science doesn't really change. The science was always the same. It's just taking you a, lo a little bit longer to realize it, which isn't a dig on him. Sometimes it takes a while to figure things out. But the science doesn't really change. It, it just takes a while for people to interpret it and to analyze it. But Fauci, from the beginning, he's just been so wrong, right? Something that Fauci has refused to ever, to ever even consider in his analyses was the economic consequence of his lockdowns. And, we, and we've been shouting this as, as loud as we could for anyone who would hear about things like suicide rates. 
the suicide rates. And Joe mentioned on the show the other day, there are counties in this country that will not report the suicides for last year. They won't do it. He said, no, it's, it's too depressing. Not sure if they're really going to get away with doing that, but suicides skyrocketed last year. Why? Economic devastation. The, the, the mental anguish of being forced inside. When you're not sick, you're healthy, but being forced to hide inside. These are real consequences. And Anthony Fauci never really cared about that. He never really cared about suicide rates. I mean, we, we've seen ch child suicide rates skyrocket. You kick the kids out of school. Kids have killed themselves because they feel like they have no friends. They have nowhere to go. They, they feel like they don't belong. That's a real That's a real consequence of these policies. Fauci's never cared about that. He's never cared about the people going bankrupt. People going bankrupt, losing their house, losing their business. He's never cared about any of that. He's only, only ever cared about a couple numbers, vaccinations and cases, cases and vaccinations. He's denied the existence of just natural antibodies. To this day, they, they, when they calculate herd immunity, they're not even looking at natural, natural antibodies. They're, they're, Fauci's not even interested in it. It's almost like he says it doesn't exist, which again, denying the science. But Fauci has been so wrong on things like closing the beaches. You look at Florida. Florida, yeah, it got hit hard, but Florida is doing much better than other areas of the East Coast, coast that relied on tourism and lost it. I mean, look at New Jersey. Areas of the Jersey Shore, that's an area... New Jersey has the longest continuous beach coastline in the country. It's true. It's, the, it's a straight line down the entire coast. It's beach. You might think, well, well that's not true. Yeah, there, there are other areas of the country that have long beaches, but there's rocky areas, there's swampland. New Jersey, it's continual beach land. The whole Jersey Shore relies on tourism. If you know anyone in that area, ask them how they're doing. Ask them how they're doing. Not doing well. A lot of those businesses have closed. They're done. They're gone. Maybe eventually they'll come back, but for now they're gone because they didn't care about the economic devastation. In, in Florida, they did. They protected the vulnerable and they allowed everyone else to go on with their lives, provide for their families, pay their bills. That is a winning formula. We see in this email that Fauci says he's been screaming on TV two to five times a day, hide inside, young people, hide inside. There's no science to back that up. There's none. There wasn't then, there isn't now, right? The science, as I said, the science is constant. The science is constant. It has always been true that, that when you have people going to the beach, that that is not a significant vector for infection. That's always been true. He just, we've had people like Fauci arguing the opposite. Doesn't mean the science has changed. It just means he's an idiot and took him a little longer to figure it out, which isn't a crime. It's not a crime to be an idiot. Though in Fauci's case, he is so colossally stupid it might border on criminal. It is a crime when you know the truth and you testify the opposite under oath. That's the crime. So it, it's kind of a situation. Perjury is very hard to prove with Fauci, with anyone, because it's always, the question with perjury is, what did you know and when did you know it? Because it's not a crime to be wrong. It's not a crime to have your best guess and to be proven wrong by the science. That's not criminal. What's criminal is when Anthony Fauci is being emailed that the NIH is funding Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research in cooperation with the Wuhan lab, and they might be responsible for the pandemic. When he has that information, then he goes before Congress and says it's it's not true. Right? That's the that's the crime. When Dr. Fauci has the information in his email saying masks don't protect you, and he's going before Congress and testifying that they do. Yeah, th there's a certain element of government that we don't we don't want to believe it, but in a crisis, there are times where government's going to lie to you, right? If there is a meteor about to hit a major city. 
the government's probably not going to want panic and they're probably going to lie to you. The, the government's going to lie to you. It's going to happen in an emergency. It happens. I mean, the government lies all the time when it comes to war. The government says, oh, we're not, we're not going to war. And the next day, there are bombs dropping. Because for certain reasons, they need the element of surprise. That's going to happen. Government is not always going to tell the American people the truth. Sometimes it's going to be justified. Sometimes it's not going to be justified. What can never be justified is having one of these people go before Congress and lie under oath. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Fauci thinks he's covered. Like when, when, he, when he apologized, when he didn't really apologize because he, he didn't think he did anything wrong. When he explained his determination, his reason behind telling vaccinated people that they have to still wear masks anyway, he admitted that he knew that was false, but he didn't want to send mis mixed messages. So he lied under oath to Congress, to the American people. So Fauci believes he's untouchable. He's been at this job for ages. He's, he's worked in the NIH since the 60s. He's been um, at this position for 37 years. It's time for him to go, right? Because whether he's just colossally stupid or he is an unindicted perjurer, which he is, at some point, he sh he, he's unfit. We, we can't have him there anymore. We can't. Seeing these emails, I mean, I, I, I guarantee you do a deep dive into anyone's emails, you're going to find stuff that you can criticize them for. And I get that. I get that. But given how he has said so many things publicly that contrast with what he was saying privately, Fauci should be removed immediately. And we, we, were, we have been running a fax bust. If you've gotten that, now's a good time as any to join it to fire Fauci. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. I apologize for the break in the middle. We did have... Um, I did have a little electricity problem. We have a thunderstorms here in Texas. Not going to complain about that. We need the rain. Ask anyone from Texas, they'll say we need the rain. It's getting a little old, getting June thunderstorms, but we do need the rain. And come July, come August, we'll be glad that it rained. I had a little bit of technological problems. Thank you to Josh for stepping in and, and stretching. Next time, I'll make sure I give him <laughs> some talking points to help him do it. And Josh is going to fix the phone lines. We apologize to Gammy Sparkles. We'll have you on tomorrow i really am sorry um whoever was working the board while josh was gone ripped out some wires apparently so we'll, we'll get that working for tomorrow well that's gonna be it for this edition of the podcast if you like the podcast make sure you subscribe to the audio version the links are in the description apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify pandora iHeartRadio, TuneIn, podbean very very important listen to the audio version if you can't catch us live you can listen to the audio version help even if you watch us live download it Help us prove the numbers so that we can continue to get advertisers. And if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or a MacBook, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Very, very important. If you text the word FREEDOM to 89517, you'll get added to our, uh, to our text alert system. Those text alerts do go out 10 to 13 minutes before airtime. That's because our list is so large. We can't send every text at once. We have to stagger them. So we have to send it out a couple minutes early. Otherwise, people will get their texts. 20, 25, 30 minutes into the show, which isn't very helpful. Uh, but if you text the word freedom to 89517, you can bypass Facebook, bypass all the other text sensors and get that update directly into your into your phone. We don't spam it. It's just we send the links on how you can watch it. You can go from there. Also, there's a link in the description to join our email newsletter. Very, very important. If you haven't already, please do that. Check out all the links in the description. Joe should be back tomorrow. He planned his flight. He's, he's actually about to touch down in Denver. He was on a work trip. So he should be back tomorrow. So everyone make sure you tune in tomorrow. It will be open line Friday. 
So excited to take your calls. And again, Gang Sparkles, I apologize. We will get to you tomorrow. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.